In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Silent night, holy night. Silence and holiness. Hard listening for soft speaking. And with the expectation of an encounter with divinity, with the living God. It is in the air now as the snow falls on the stable. Reverence. Like learning to listen for the sound of silence, the sound of snow falling. But this is quieter. Soundless, soundless sound. Empty of sound and fury, signifying everything. Bethlehem. This place is shrouded in reverence. Rachel is buried here somewhere. Her spirit is everywhere here. David was anointed here, crowned as king, taken from the sheep, this little shepherd boy, with his sling and his five smooth stones, and set among the mighty men and crowned. Reverence. That's reverence. And here at the stable, In the feeding trough, amidst the offal and the straw, the breath is dragged out of one. One folds, buckles, bows, sinks to one's face on the cold, bare ground. One is grounded, brought back to earth, back down to earth with a slow, still thud falling. God himself is here. It's a privilege to be here face to face, on your face, in the presence of this power, potent yet gracious for now. The power of life and death becomes the power of life, new life, and you surrender. Just a few stadia away, the bustle of the city crowded for the census. The empire is on the move too shaking and stumbling and staggering up from slumbering, taking stock of itself. So all must come back to the place of their birth, their ancestral home, come back and be accounted. Herded like sheep or like cattle, the people themselves are crammed together. There is no room here, no space, even for Mary and her precious cargo. One more statistic One more head to count. No, they are shut out. The God through whom all things were made comes back to his own, and his own will not receive him. There is no room. Their hearts are too full. Their heads and their hands and their hearts are full, full of their doing and their going and coming and getting around full. There is no room for this Jesus As compactly packaged as he is right now, this Jesus finds no room, no respect, no no reverence. His people are not listening, not looking, not learning to hear the sound of his voice. They are not receiving, not waiting, not watching and waiting, silently staring to see and to hear. No, they are too busy and too full of themselves to hear or to note his absence, and therefore to seek out his presence. People then and now don't like to wait. Yet the most wonderful moments are happening right now. 
in the waiting. At home, the tree is waiting, its base a cairn of gold and red, ribbon and foil lit with a myriad of little globes. Tomorrow, in the cold light of dawn, the room will be strewn with so much waste paper, discarded bows and ribbons, discarded dreams, the things we wanted but didn't get, and the things we got but didn't want, the things we wanted so badly and now wonder why. Wonder. That is for tonight. In the glow of the tree, the gifts are still wrapped, shrouding their secrets within, their mysteries glowing, their gilded wrappings crinkling a warning, should their sanctity be tested by poking, prodding, shaking, rattling, waving, weighing fingers. They sit, rather, surrounded in reverence. Ours, but for that thin film of paper veiling them, safeguarding their sanctity. This not yet is a moment to cherish. Things worth waiting the wait that are of such worth that waiting, even waiting, is worth more than having. It is owning, not just taking possession. Let the gift, rather, possess us. The gift of this life and the kingdom he brings. Let the gift take us, unwrap us, discard so gently but firmly the gaudy, crinkling tissue that swaddles us, the package in which we have sought to pack the treasures of our lives, so few or so many, so scattered out or so closely packed, the births and the deaths, the gifts and the losses that we have received. Let them hand, let us hand them then reverently over. Let us hand them all over. Hand them back to him who gave them and who gave himself for us. Who traded his glory and his crown for the stable and the sheep in the shepherds. Who took it off and laid it down and silently set it aside for us. Who saw in us such Worth, such worthship, that he knelt to that which he created and saw the worth, and saw its good, and made it good, made good his promise to the prophets once for all. Silently, softly, let us await him.